Oh, baby. Welcome back to the Talking Sports Better Than Most podcast, where now it is, it's not January, it's not February, it's Izzo. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's March, folks. It's March Madness time, so this is a special podcast. We're going to give you our picks for the NCAA tournament. We're going to spell out some upsets. We're going to talk about who we think can win it all, our Final Four and our national champions, chip winners. Um, Before we do this, though, our talk is going to be college basketball. However, for 60 seconds, we got to just mention, of course, the news broke yesterday that Tom Brady's coming back. We talked about it right here on this podcast. It started on the Fred Couples talk show on Sirius XM about, I don't know, three weeks ago. We talked about it. We mentioned it. He's back. And this Sunday, when we tape the next podcast, we will um, fill you in, talk about all that. So, yes, we know Brady's back, but this is going to be dedicated to college basketball. We got a lot to say about Brady. There's free agency going like crazy right now in the NFL. We'll have a ton of NFL talk, but right now the focus is only on the greatest month, definitely in sports, the great spectacle of March Madness. So, Stephen, are you ready for it? I don't think we're ever ready for it. Whether you've seen a hundred of them or you've seen zero, uh, the, uh, the you're never ready for it. What I think is always fun, especially let's say Thursday, Friday, you're at work and not that you're not paying attention, but all of a sudden you open your phone up and you look and you're like, holy crap, that game's getting kind of close in the second half. And you're like, I got to turn that on and see. If I'll be, I'll be listening and watching. Yeah, I mean, it just it's kind of interesting, though. It's always fun to look to see. There's going to be upsets. I was texting with Steven today. I think it's. I sent him the odds of the perfect bracket, which... One in 9.2 quintillion, quintillion or, something. or something like that. I mean, it's not going to happen, folks. But it gets everybody excited to just start filling out some brackets. You never know. You know, is this the year another 16 beats of one? Probably not. Yeah, probably Is this not. the year of 15 beats of two? Yeah, I think it could happen. You never yeah. know. I, mean, I think it's the weakest, has a chance. the weakest in terms of solid teams... Um, being dominant, I guess, is maybe what I'm saying. I, You know, you look at the two seeds like Duke and Auburn. I mean, Duke, everyone says the ceiling is limitless. They got the greatest, all these great talent. Yet, you watch them sometimes, like I did on Saturday again, and they look pathetic. But I think they could win the national championship. Then you got Auburn as a two seed. They We talked about them. I'm not high week. on them. They can't shoot threes. They can't win away from home. Do I know anything about Jacksonville State? No, because they. Oh yeah, I'm not saying I don't. I don't. I don't think they'll lose the that game. Side, I got too many good players to lose that one. Game, but, you never know. So yeah. I mean, that's going to probably ten subs. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, who who they lose to? Um, Texas A&M is that who they lost yeah. to? Yeah. Yeah. Texas A&M just um, pushed around the SEC until the championship game, and then they left out. They got left out of the tournament. Not really much in terms of shocking. I think that was probably the biggest one. They made it to the championship game. They got left out. So A&M not in the field. But, hey, there's only room for 68 teams. The NCAA expanded that a few years ago. We got some interesting play-in games, though. First game start Tuesday. I mean, I'm not talking. 24 two, hours from now, basically. Yeah, the two 16 seeds. But, Those are always fun um, games to watch, though. Even though they're, even the 16 and the 11 seeds I mean, they're always fun to watch. Yeah. Every single year, they somehow manage to just get four great games on two Tuesday to uh, Wednesday every year. That's really one. Of, I I just love it. I heard there was a lot of con- controversy as they were putting together these games because Notre Dame had already played Indiana this year, I guess, and Rutgers had already played Indiana, so they couldn't yeah, yeah, do a conference. rematch. 
um, in these first four. So some one of the teams, I guess, was supposed to be a 12, became an 11. One was 11, going to be a 12. They had to flip it all around in order to 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 put this first four together. So I think in the end, uh, the crazy thing is Notre Dame was the number two seed, I think, in the ACC, mm-hmm. and yet they're playing in the play-in game. I think Rutgers is made for this. Yeah. I think they're going to relish um, – this opportunity, I think they're just going to play hard. I think they're going to beat Notre Dame, and yeah, I, th- I think that I don't I haven't watched much of Notre Dame in a long time, but I think Rutgers. I don't have to see what Notre Dame has. I think Rutgers is the team that's going to win that game. Yeah, and I'm not trying to make like a bold statement. I don't think it's really an upset. I think it's just a team that Rutgers I think is completely being undervalued and how good they are as a team. Yeah. Coming into this tournament, I think it's kind of—I think it's ridiculous that they're that they're a playing game. To be honest with you, I think they've done so much and done so well and, and played played a lot of really good games and won a lot of pretty good games. And I mean, they barely lost to Iowa. Yeah. And they hung in that game against Iowa. That's pretty interesting. And then you got Indiana that I think got hot kind of in the Big Ten tournament. I mean, yeah, without them beating Michigan and then they beating... Uh, well, they wouldn't be in the tournament. Yeah, they wouldn't be in the tournament. Um, they I played their way into the tournament. Yeah. <laughs> I think Indiana's going to pack the stadium um, in Dayton with their fans, fan base, and I think they're going to take care of Wyoming. So I think the Big Ten's going to start off 2-0 and right yeah. off the bat. So we'll see. But anyways, let's get down. Let's take a look at some of the games and some of the matchups. I think the first thing is we'll start off with where we think upsets come because that's the first, the, the most exciting part of the first round, right, is these upsets. And before I guess maybe we do that, we should talk about our two teams, Ohio State and Michigan, right off the bat. Um, Michigan gets in pretty comfortably, actually, as an 11 seed at 17 and 14. They get to play Colorado State. First thing is, I don't know if I've ever seen Colorado State play basketball, but... Yeah. They are a six seed. Um, however, um, Michigan has an All-American, and I think when you're an 11 seed with an All-American on your team. Well, I think um, another thing that I read about is that I don't think, I mean, I know that this is a huge shocker, but, I mean, Michigan just has way more size than Colorado State, which, I mean, most teams that Michigan plays against, if they have the size the size advantage, the, they're going to kind of just feed uh, Diabate and, and uh Dickinson, as long as obviously they're able to be on the floor without foul trouble or anything that happens. But um, I think they got a tremendous draw. <laughs> I'll say that first First off. I think they got a great draw. They have a team that I think they are they are favored to win um, over that sixth seed. But I don't know if they're just maybe underplaying Colorado State because they're Colorado State. But, uh, yeah, I think they got a great draw. I think Ohio State kind of didn't. Uh, I think Loyola is a sneaky team. They've yeah. been pretty good the last couple of years. I mean, let's be honest. If you've been following Twitter the last 24 hours, Sister Jean is going to absolutely destroy, you know. That's all. <laughs> I mean, the Sister Jean jokes in Ohio State. I mean, I think Sister Jean, they said, was born the first year oh. Ohio Stadium was built, the first year Ohio State beat Michigan, <laughs> whenever. Um, you know, uh Ohio State is an <laughs> underdog. Um, you know, a couple things I, I will say about this. Um, Loyola Chicago, I think, obviously is always going to be seen as a as a, as a a team that's going to come in and do some upsetting because they made it to the Final Four that year yeah. with that when Sister Jean made that miraculous run with them. 
I think they did Ohio State a couple favor favors. They they put him on a Friday to give him more time to rest because apparently Ohio State's always injured. I hear, um, and they put him in Pittsburgh. I mean, I think Pittsburgh's and I think you gotta like away. the the two seed in Villanova, and I think I like the, th- the three seed if Michigan wins um, in Tennessee or yeah, Longwood. I, even though I, I think it's going to be interesting. I think I don't I, think Villanova's as good of a team as they they um, are getting respected for. The thing that scares me about Ohio State is last year, I think everybody came into the tournament considering Ohio State a team to lose as an upset special potentially for last year's game, and it happened. And this year, you know, very rarely is Ohio State and Michigan ever underdogs. So when one mm-hmm. of them in basketball or football is an underdog, you feel like maybe that's actually a good thing. Yeah. Uh, it could motivate them a little differently. So um, my heart, of course, I, I, I think of Ohio State plays – their best i think ohio state wins if ohio state plays like they did the last two weeks of the season come limping in ohio state's gonna lose so um the funny thing is i told steven is villanova um scored 54 points against Creighton. creighton creighton is has five new players starting from last year's team that made it i think to the sweet 16 or the elite eight so creighton isn't necessarily a juggernaut and yet villanova scored 54 points in the championship game I think if Ohio State can beat Loyola Chicago, there to me no doubt on Sunday yeah. afternoon they could beat Villanova. Um, again, it's in Pittsburgh. The Ohio State fans, I think if they win, you know they're going to cram that stadium. Um, it's closer to Columbus than it is to Villanova. So um, I think it could get interesting. I, I could see Ohio State. I told texted you this. I could see Ohio State-Michigan in a Sweet 16 Next Thursday or Friday, yeah. it would definitely be pretty exciting to see the two of them in a Sweet yeah. 16 matchup. Um, I think it, it's very possible. You know, the the thing is that I think is funny about Tennessee, they were the one team everybody said got, you know, kind of jolted a little bit. They should have been a higher seed because they won the SEC tournament. You know, in the end, you got to play the games. You're still going to have to win. The well, games. yeah, I mean, that's what I said, I think, on the podcast last weekend um, was that uh, – it doesn't matter who you, I mean, obviously there can be a little bit better of a better, a better drawing and maybe a worse drawing, but you still got to win six games to win the national championship. And that's not easy in yeah. March and the first week of April. It doesn't matter if you're playing, you know, six, 16 seeds, it's still not easy. So, so in the 15 brackets, I'm going to fill out 14 of the 15 is going to have Ohio state and Michigan playing in the sweet 16. <laughs> the one for this, for these purposes, my brain's going to take over and I'm going to put Tennessee and Villanova in the Sweet 16. But uh, I'm telling you, I think um, Ohio State can't be in a better situation. Um, as an underdog, a team nobody thinks is going to give gives them a chance. Michigan's going to be the same way against Tennessee because Tennessee's going to be the team that, oh, my gosh, it should have been a two seed, maybe a one seed. I think both teams have great talent, great players. And if they can get hot, like you said, for six games, they only need to get hot for one game at a time yeah, and um, get the dub. So, um, so right off the bat, all you Ohio State, Michigan fans, um, it'd be pretty cool if in a week um, we're talking a Sweet 16 matchup between the Buckeyes and Wolverines. I can't remember the last time they played against each other in the NCAA tournament. Would have um, to be maybe since the Jim Jackson era, yeah. I guess. Probably then. Um, and that was what an Elite Eight game, I think, to go to the mm-hmm. Final Four. Yeah. So. Um, and that was 30 years ago. (laughs) Yeah. That was an epic game as well. So, um, I'll tell you what, I don't know where that matchup would be. I know it's Pittsburgh this weekend in Indianapolis for Michigan. Again, great for Michigan. You know, the Michigan fans, 
Travel Base is going to be there. Tennessee is going to bring all their fans up too. I think if it's Michigan, Tennessee, that place is going to be rocking on Saturday and um, should be pretty interesting. So Ohio State, Michigan, we always dream about them playing for a championship. Might not be for a championship, but a Sweet 16 would be pretty cool. So right off the bat, there's our Ohio State, Michigan fans. And now let's look at some of these upsets that people are talking about. Um, I guess we'll kind of just go back and forth here. The one that I hear on TV is going to happen ridiculously is Miami over USC. It's a 7-10 matchup. Oh, yeah, I have Miami. Um, everyone's saying Miami is going to win that game. The other one, people in that bracket as well, is Iowa State over LSU. I think people consider LSU doesn't Well, see, I looked their... at Iowa State's past couple of games, and they're coming in limping. Yeah, I mean, but I think everyone's thinking that LSU is going to come in because they don't have their coach, but maybe that'll be a rallying cry for them. Yeah, I mean, maybe the players kind of – and I mean – I don't know, not in the locker room, but how much can you really buy into a coach that is already on record of paying? I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I think also in that Midwest region, everyone's talking South Dakota State over Providence. You know, Providence did win the conference um, championship. um, But let's be honest, I think they're, I think as they were saying, as a four seed, are they really one of the top 16 teams in the country? Absolutely not. So I think it's a South Dakota State jackrabbits or something yeah um i i'd be honest with you i think most people in the country are picking south dakota state so i think in that bracket themselves those are three upsets that people are calling for pretty frequently if we go up to the south um again everyone's loves loyola chicago over ohio state we'll keep it at that i was telling steven yesterday during the selection show south davis was all over chattanooga saying they were going to make it to the sweet 16 and Stephen and I watched UAB. Um, what the guy in Three UAB score forty points the other day? Oh, I thought it was Mississippi State. No, it was UAB. Oh, was it UAB? Um, you say to yourself, you know, Houston. Look at Houston. They're a top ten team, but they got a five seed. You know, the question is, I know Samson took them to um, the Final Four last year, right? Yeah. But you just. I don't know if I really think. I mean, Memphis kind of beat them up, and then I think Houston won yesterday. Yeah, they did. Yeah. But, you just wonder. I mean, I think, again, if you're looking for upsets, people, probably UAB would be an interesting upset on that side of the bracket. I think they're kind of, even though one's a 5 and one's a 12, I think they're kind of similar in the way that they are. They're not huge schools. Right. They're schools that are probably more of the time flying under the radar. So, I mean, a team like Houston, though, was ranked high all year. Right. So, um, the one upset that I am not picking that I – feel like I really want to is I, I like Arkansas basketball. I think they play pretty good, but they're playing Vermont and Vermont year in and year out seems to make the tournament. Oh, Steven's got them in an upset. I see um, Vermont year in and year out. They play tough. They're usually a veteran team. Um, that, that's a, that's a, that's a 13, four matchup I think would be pretty interesting to see. And now we got to talk Michigan state Davidson. Davidson lost yesterday. Two. It's Izzo. I know, but first of all, let's talk about the NCAA here. They put Duke and Michigan State, it, Duke, Kentucky, and Michigan State. The three of them somehow always have to be correlated in the NCAA tournament. I don't know what it is, oh. but uh, it's too much of a coincidence that let's be honest that they want to see Izzo versus Mike Shashevsky. Well, they that did second that, round. yeah, second round. They round put that in there, and the sad thing is, though, I don't think they're going to get their wish. I think Davidson is going to. I think they're a bigger team than Michigan State. Um, I think Davidson's going to beat Michigan State. I got MSU just because of the fact that I 
I don't want to pick Davidson out of the fact that I don't really care for Michigan State. (laughs) But I'm going to stay with Michigan State, and if Foster Lyre hits a three to win the game over MSU, that would kind of... The icing on the cake. Yeah, that would be... It would be uh, hilarious, but I'm, I'm going to stick with gotcha. Michigan State. Um, if you go down in the East bracket, Virginia Tech over Texas. Everyone's Texas can't score. Texas be lucky if they score 50 points. Virginia Tech absolutely lit up Duke the other day. I mean, holy moly, the kid the kid made was six for six in three point shooting right off the bat. Can't mm-hmm. think what his name was, um, but it was it was a pretty thing. Um, and then I think the one thing that people need to watch. I think you and I had this conversation driving one day that this is a good year for Kentucky. Like, maybe this is finally Kentucky's year. But I've also said on this show here, I think maybe two two podcasts ago, that Murray State is a great team. Yeah, winning 30 games is not easy in a, in a year, and even about, when they're playing in a smaller conference. This. They're from Kentucky. Yeah. They're finally going to get a chance probably to play Kentucky on the national scene. I bet if you see Murray State in Kentucky, it's going to be a good game. Yeah, and I'll be honest with you, I wouldn't be surprised if Murray State comes yeah. in it. Kentucky, you, never know. you feel like Kentucky's either going to win the national championship or lose early. I mean, yeah. like one or the other. So I, I think there's some chances there at some things. The one big upset that I think is going to happen early is Baylor, North Carolina. I, first of all, I think North Carolina is going to beat Marquette. And um, I think Baylor is going down in that second round. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a huge believer in Baylor. I know they won last year, but... I, I know they're twenty six and six, but yeah, I think they do have an injury, so they, that could be out of the part of the reason. But just again, maybe, maybe they're a one seed to watch out for. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 and <laughs> North Carolina's got talent. We watch them, and play. I would say they're the only one seed that I would say even has a chance to lose. Yeah, I don't think there's any chance in and in, in any way at possible that Gonzaga is going to lose Arizona or Kansas. A couple of things I think are interesting with Gonzaga, Boise State. Again, assuming Boise State wins. As I was watching some of the shows this week, and Boise State can score. Um, they they, I got Memphis, they so. like to be high flying, and um, maybe maybe they could get a track meet with them. Um, Arizona though is just too big, you know. On the sports channels this weekend, they were talking how they're just the most eye appealing team. They're the team that looks like they're the best team, but I just wonder if when push comes to shove, they're a young team. Yeah. Wonder if they'll be able to handle it as time goes on. So we'll find um, out. It's going to be interesting as as it goes on. So that first round, um, another upset that I actually put in my bracket was New Mexico State over UConn. I I don't know a lot about UConn. It just I, I liked Arkansas to go on to the next round. So to me, it was an easy pick to take New Mexico State. Um, and the team that I wonder what's going to happen is, I think I saw the MAC had won. Three straight first-round tournament games in the NCAA tournament, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, and they get a Ohio run last year, and I guess I can't really think much beyond yeah, that. I think it's been three it's been, straight. I read because it's obviously not because COVID because well, COVID obviously took 2020 when I was watching it. So, um, but they got a tough draw against UCLA. Yeah, that's kind of a um, tough draw for an Akron team that I think probably. I, tell I think they could have got a better draw. I think than Akron that. would have loved to play maybe like a four seed. Um, like a Providence, that's for sure. Arkansas. Um, <laughs> I mean, UCLA, I think they would have liked Illinois. Yeah. I think they could have liked Providence. I think they they definitely got the, the, the bad end of the stick. I yeah. don't know. Whatever, I don't know. The bad end of the draw. Tough. That was tough. But, you know, and obviously the 8-9 matchups, are, you can always pick a quick upset with. The one team that I would say you got to be careful of maybe is San Diego State playing Creighton. San Diego State is, I think, 
top five in defense in the NCAA um, this year. And could you imagine San Diego State having a good defensive show on Creighton? They might not even get to 25. Well, that's what I'm saying. If Creighton, they play like they did it against Villanova. Yeah. So, you know, Kansas is a good team. Kansas, um, though, doesn't to me have the Kansas players of the past. Um, so it'll be interesting. A, a they've, quality. They've squeaked out a lot of games this year. I feel like in the NCAA tournament, when you play these teams that are grinders, they're going to slow it down, they're going to beat the crap out of you, like I think San Diego State would do against the Kansas, that's, to me, when upsets happen. Um, now, I just said the complete opposite. I feel like a Boise State plays Gonzaga. Two teams that kind of want to go up and down the court, to me, favor still in the end Gonzaga. But it's nice when a team can score. But yeah. um, I think San Diego State could be a team that, you know, if Kansas doesn't have its – a or B game, they might they might lose that game. So yeah. you got to be pretty careful when it comes to that type of thing as you're looking at the matchups and where it goes. Um, and it's also hard. We talked about Indiana and Rutgers probably winning. It's also hard to kind of want to pick them sometimes to win games or not. You know, like, for instance, Indiana plays St. Mary's. I know St. Mary's beat Gonzaga, but... You know, Indiana's a little more battle-tested. They showed in the Big Ten tournament that they can play. I mean, they maybe a team that could sneak out of there, too. So mm-hmm. it, that's hard um, uh, when you have those games, too. So you never can quite be too too serious about it. So let's do this. We're going to go through our brackets in terms of let's go to the Elite Eight games that we have in each bracket. We'll start in the West. My Elite Eight game is Gonzaga and Duke. Who do you got, Steven? Gonzaga and Duke. All right. And going to the final four, I got Gonzaga beating Coach K in his final game. I got Gonzaga over Duke to go to the final four. I got Duke. Okay. Steven's trying to make this memorable one shining moment with Coach K, I think. We'll see. I'm going to send him out on top. Obviously. Um, In the East, the Elite Eight game I have is UCLA, UCLA and Purdue playing in the Elite Eight. If we have UCLA and Purdue playing in the Elite Eight, my bracket's in trouble. Okay, who you got? I got North Carolina and Virginia Tech. All right. I, I could see North Carolina getting there. Virginia Tech, it's going to be tough. they got to play Purdue. I feel like Purdue does have some something there, and obviously maybe even Kentucky, but we'll see. Now I got Purdue beating UCLA, and I got Purdue going to the Final Four. Where? I have Virginia Tech winning that game. Steven's got Virginia Tech building off that ACC championship win. It would definitely be a, be a real story. Deflating. It'd be like a flat tire if they uh, come out and get upset right away. True. For me, because I mean, I, I I got I got I'm riding with them. Um, if we go to the South now, Sweet Sixteen. No, I mean Elite Eight. I got. Oh, uh, this is the this is the one that's gonna really. I I got Illinois. I feel like Illinois has big men that can compete against Arizona's big men. And, oh, I don't even want to say it, but I guess I'm going to go with Villanova. I think Ohio State's going to beat Villanova. Ugh, I'm going to take Illinois to go to the Final Four in that South. I don't even want to talk about the South, so just move. Who do you got? I got Arizona and Villanova. I don't think Villanova's good enough to be there, but um, we'll stick with it. And I got Arizona winning that game. I'm telling you, don't be surprised if Ohio State or Michigan's in that elite elite eight game. 
Um, I'd love to see Ohio State or Michigan play Illinois in the Elite Eight. I think it could get interesting. But I'll tell you what, if Michigan plays Illinois in the Elite Eight, there's going to be punches thrown. They do not like each other could be for some odd reason. I'm not sure what it is. Could I, be interesting. I don't know why. Um, so as much as I don't want to say it, I got Illinois headed to the Final Four there. Um, and then in the Midwest, um, this is another one that uh, I feel like everybody's going with Iowa. Iowa's the hot team right now. It's amazing considering they lost Garza. I'm going to go with Kansas and Wisconsin in the Elite Eight. I just feel like there's not much down there. Wisconsin's got, I mean, who do they got down there? Iowa State, LSU, Miami, Auburn, just to me, teams that are not going to win a championship. I think Wisconsin's got the easiest cakewalk, but in the end, I think Kansas is too much for Wisconsin, and I got Kansas going to the Final Four. I have Iowa and LSU. I also have uh, Colgate beating Wisconsin, so Wisconsin makes it to the lead eight. My wow. bracket's also going to be busted again there. Wow. Um, but in that game, give me Keegan Murray and Jordan Bohannon, Iowa. Yeah. I like that pick. I, I, I changed my mind because I, I don't want to pick Iowa, and I really don't. I don't. For some odd reason, maybe it's just like the previous teams and then the football team. I always just think of teams that are just like, <laughs> blah. But I don't know. Maybe the, I just feel like they're a team that only the Big Ten has really been able to see and prepare for, and they're a team that I think is hard to prepare for. I think they got, I don't know, I don't want to say Keegan Murray is you know, one of the best players in the country, but I think he probably really is. I think Jordan Mahan's a really good, a consistent point guard. They have the brother, I think it's Chris Murray. Um, and then they just got a bunch of other guys that are just kind of, they're not you know amazing, but they're just good team role players they got McCaffrey's son this younger one he's a pretty good shooter he's about six foot eight so it's hard to block his shot um they just got a good good team they have a solid kind of built point guard um in Toussaint so I just after that after what they did into the um Big Ten tournament to win that uh it was impressive and they'll probably lay an egg and get upset in the first round and I'll be here with them in the national championship so well, the reason I changed at the last second, and you'll see I, when we post these, you'll see I put a line through everything. I, I had Iowa originally, but I would have had Iowa, Illinois, and Purdue all in the Final Four. And <laughs> if three Big Ten teams make it to the Final Four, the country's going to blow up. So oh, yeah. um, that ain't happening, folks. Um, so I changed at the last second, went Kansas. And you know how I already feel about the South. I hate that bracket. So... It's just, oh, my gosh. So my final four is Gonzaga playing Purdue, Illinois playing Kansas. And you have um, Arizona and Iowa and Duke and Virginia Tech. Oof, Duke and Virginia Tech in a rematch of the ACC championship. That's interesting. Yeah. Look at that. I'm watching ESPN right now. They got Loyola Chicago as a 12% chance to reach the Sweet 16. And I'm telling you right now, Sister Jean is going down. I hate to say it. Her last game may be watching the Buckeyes dance oh, all over Chicago. That. She'll maybe. be back next year. Maybe, folks. All right. So, in our final four here, a um, couple of different things with Gonzaga and Purdue. Uh, Gonzaga scares me. I just remember them last year looking so not to the same level as Baylor last year. So, it scares me a little bit. Um, and I feel like Purdue has the players if they gel and everything works together. You know, Matt Painter, I feel like just maybe is this finally his year. 
But in the end, I, I'm doing it maybe because I want to see Gonzaga win one time. I really do. It just maybe, again, picking more with my heart than my brain. But I'm going to go with Gonzaga over Purdue in the one national semifinal, Gonzaga to the championship game. Um, I'm going with, you know, Coach K. I got Duke over Virginia Tech. And I, we're looking for number six. I can I can live with that. I would not be disappointed. Um, in the other national semifinal game, I got Illinois and Kansas. I I really believe Kansas is just. This is not to me a Kansas team of the past, um, and I think Illinois is the most um, uneven team in college basketball. I didn't know if they were going to win, beat somebody by forty points. Or they were going to lose by 10. I mean, every time I watch one of their games, they somehow were winning at the last second or holding on for dear life. But I, I think you and I said this before we went on with the podcast here, like their their ceiling is high if, yeah. if everything comes together. And I, I think Illinois' toughest game is going to be Arizona. Arizona has tremendous, for those of you who have not seen them play, and I've only seen them play a little bit, um, and basically, just listen to everybody else. Is they got such big men out here. I mean, just tall guys. You're gonna have to bang with them. And Illinois, I think, can. Obviously, they got Kofi. So I mean, he's gonna be able to bang with anybody. Um, so in the end, I think Illinois beats Kansas, and I think we set up a national championship game of Gonzaga and Illinois. So for my final four game, I have Arizona and Iowa, and I'm going with Iowa just because of the fact that I didn't even pick Arizona to win their conference championship. Um, I just don't really think they're as good of a team, but, I mean, they are 31-3. and three, so I think the first eight, time yeah. I heard of Arizona this year is when they beat Michigan. Yeah. I mean, it's like, oh, wow, this is kind of an interesting team. You know, Sean Miller left in disgrace, right, mm-hmm. that program, and um, – Seems like they kind of maybe just kind of were out there. They were mm-hmm. always Arizona's always been good since Lou yeah. Olson was the coach, and then, like I said, with what happened previously. But I don't know. It's going to be interesting. So my final game then is Gonzaga and Illinois, and I think in the end, um, I think it's finally going to happen. I think Gonzaga oh is going to get over the. <laughs> Oh, you had to be here to see what we're talking about, folks. You know, behind the scenes. It's a podcast. Um, well, maybe one day we'll get the camera out for you. Um, but, show our beautiful faces? <laughs> yeah. You may, I get to see more. You never know. Um, you know. What? You know, I could flex. Show my muscles. Oh, yeah. Show them your biceps. Yeah. Why not? Okay. Back to the um, real story here. Guns out. Sun's out. Guns out. Um, I think in the end, Gonzaga is going to win. And... Um, I think it'd be a good a good national championship game. Um, I just think somehow they're going to pull it out. I think Gonzaga is going to beat Illinois somehow, some way. Um, that's right. I think I think it's going to happen. Um, well, in my game, on the other hand, is a lot different. I got Duke and Iowa, and um, I mean, it's number six. It's going to happen. He's going to go out on top. Um, I don't know why, but I'm. That's what I'm doing. You're not uh, usually one of those type of guys. I know. I don't want I don't, to. I haven't seen the soft side of you in, in the eight years that I've known I don't you. want to pick Gonzaga because every single year other than last year, I feel like they've come in high because everyone thinks that they're good because they play high school teams, um, and I don't think they're actually at, that good. But 
Who knows? I could be very wrong. Um, and I, I, I want to pick Iowa. I do think they're a good team, but at the same time, I feel like I'm overdoing it with them even in the national championship. So I'm just going with Duke. If Coach K wins it all, I'll at least have predicted it. He goes out on top with number six, and then he'll unretire like Tom Brady and come back for another year and get number seven. There you go. So there's our picks, Gonzaga, Duke. So we obviously think the West has got the champion in it. Um, we threw some upsets in there. We told you our feelings on Ohio State, Michigan. Um, if you if you could, who cares about your bracket, even if you pick this team to go to the Final Four or win the national championship? But just tell me off the top of your head if one team you think could be a bust, I mean a total bust, uh, maybe say it by which one or two seed beside that you think just. Oh, Baylor. Baylor. So a team that you know everyone's talking about that you think. I just think don't think they're could... that great. I know they're 26 and 6 and that. I'm like, if Michigan was 26 and 6, and I'd be like, wow, they had an impressive season. Um, but I just don't know why. I just don't believe in them. Uh, Gonzaga. I don't, like, totally respect them, but I do think that they're a good enough team to obviously get past the first round, in my opinion. Um, Arizona, I think the same thing. I don't really respect them that much. I respect them maybe a little more than Gonzaga. Um, and Kansas, I don't know. I feel like they're three teams that maybe don't always scare They don't scare me as much as other one seeds have before. Yeah, that's what I mean. And I Baylor think... certainly doesn't scare me as a one seed. Well, I don't think any of them would lose to the 16th seed, I could see them all being in competitive games against the 8-9 seeds in the second round, where yeah. in many cases in years past, you felt like the number one seed, even uh, even in a comfortable game, was going to, in a close game, was going to win by 10 to 15 points yeah. versus the 8 or 9. And I could see basically any of them losing in that second round potentially. Um, so it's definitely one of those one of those odd things. And I think you kind of made an interesting point. You took Virginia Tech then as like a team that, I mean, I think up to this weekend wasn't even in the tournament, but they get hot, they find some shooters, um, and if everything comes together, um, they're going to play, like we said, a woeful Texas team that if Texas scores 50 points, it would be miraculous. I think Virginia Tech's toughest game, though, would end up being Purdue. I think, um, again, I think if, Purdue's just one of those teams that I just keep thinking this is the year for Matt Painter. Like, if it's not now, then when? And um, I feel like maybe Purdue's finally got a little bit of that going. But um, that's kind of the way I feel. I think, though, the team that has the biggest chance to just, like I said, kind of be embarrassed is definitely Kentucky. I could definitely see Kentucky losing to Murray State. Oh, in the second round. Okay. In the second round. No, I, I agree with that. I, I have Kentucky beating Murray State, but I think Murray State is a team that could definitely make that game interesting. They could definitely give them a great game. It could be a you know a, one of those you know memorable you know round of thirty two games, without question. I I would definitely not be surprised by that at all. I don't know. I just I I could definitely see Murray State doing that. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where our brain is. What we're thinking. Uh, we're both joking because Thursday, first game, Michigan. Friday, first game, Ohio State. You know, like I told Stephen, it could put me out of my misery real quick. Um, you know, once you don't have a team in the fight anymore, you're you completely relaxed to watching everything. But, um, you know, it'll be fun. I hope on Friday at about 2.30. It's a, I hope we, I hope we, I hope we, I want to see Ohio State-Michigan make it through those first two games. 
I think that I think it'd be great to see them in that second round. And like I said, it'd be great to see them in the Sweet 16 matchup. We'll definitely have to watch that baby together if it gets to that situation next week. But we'll have to wait and see. So um, there's our brackets. We, we, we made some interesting picks. We had our conference championship picks last weekend. We both picked and um, won one. I think I had Arizona um, winning the Pac-12, and you had um, Kansas, I think, mm-hmm. winning the Big 12. We had the Big Pac-10 championship bracket pretty well down yeah i had ucla and you had um arizona and i had a i had duke and acc and uh, then i picked two we both had purdue but they both lost in the champion they both they lost in the championship um and the sec who won the sec sec was tennessee, tennessee. we had auburn and kentucky okay. yeah so kind of just yeah nah, it was what it was but you had know, solid picks though i mean to you know I mean, we're both not like we have all day to watch sports and try to study it all. Um, so I think those are not bad for uh, getting one right. And we, I mean, in the championship game, I had I think three out of the. Um, I had four. I think we had we had four out of the five both. Yeah, and our um, teams our, made it to the finals. Yeah. Duke and yeah. Purdue, and um, just in the end, it didn't end up yeah. turning out. So I four think, out five so, pretty good, though, to I predict think, uh, Oh, much. yeah. I think one of the things we're going to really have to think about, though, is what is the benefit of playing these conference championship games for the big conferences? I mean... So that's a big ten, that's for certain. I, I don't see it as, if anything, I think it where it tears you up. Did it yeah. help a team like Indiana? Yes. Yeah, it helps teams it like that. help a team, I can't think who beat Davidson or whoever the other day and got into the tournament. Yeah. Um, was but, that Richmond? It was Richmond, yeah, yeah, Richmond. I mean, yeah, but, I mean, in the end, Tennessee won the SEC and got the, what was it, the three seed, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, in the end, I don't know if it's that the games are on too late, you know, the Big Ten well, game that's, doesn't end too Yeah, SEC is on Sunday as well, and, and so is the, the Big Ten. And when you play on a Sunday, I just think it's kind of hard for them to change their brackets after, you know, a win like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just think it's stupid. I think it's a – you have more – especially if you're a team that already is in the tournament, if you're in the Big Ten or SEC, there's really no advantage to really no, playing, playing all the way Sunday. You're straight games. I mean, your, your guys are going to be tired. Yeah. I mean, you I just, just put yourself – I mean, I don't want to I, – I obviously want to see all the games be played out fully and have the best on best, but it's um, what's – you know, you got – it's all risk or no reward really at that point yeah i mean they're not getting any benefit out of winning the game so like i said it helps the teams that are not kind of in it everything to lose nothing to gain really yeah (laughs) that's really what it is that's why i should have said otherwise i guess it's just i don't know what a benefit it is so i think that's something that's going to have to be looked at to me it's like the bowl games like for nfl draft prospects maybe who it's not winning a chance for a championship but in the end that's i guess where we stand we got gonzaga and duke again winning the national title Again, we'll see what happens. First games in 24 hours. We'll be watching um, one of those 16 seeds going at it. Um, and then, of course, Thursday at noon. It's almost guaranteed. Friday at noon. Though. That's right. We're gonna I, mean, I think you'll see probably four good games. It seems to happen every single year. Um, the, uh, well, I shouldn't say every single year. It's not like they've been doing this for that long, but a couple of years now where they just... one of those teams we talked about... Well, last year was UCLA was obviously so. the outlier, which they kind of made you think more about those playing games. But I think an 11 seed, I think, I think is a fair game. I mean, you really can't count on 11 seed against a 6 seed. 
Well, I'll be honest with you. Especially this year, I think about, I mean, maybe I say, I probably say it every year. Wyoming or Indiana, I mean, you got UCLA, North Carolina, Baylor. I think you got a chance to to maybe do some damage there. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not so thrilled about Rutgers' chances. I think Texas Tech is a gritty team. Then you got Michigan State, Davidson, Duke. But, I mean, I could easily see. I, Indiana could, or well, I don't know much about Michigan, Wyoming. beat Illinois and almost beat Iowa. Sure, I could see them maybe making a little they, bit of And they only lost, I think, by like three or something to Iowa. So, I mean, there's absolutely no reason to count out Indiana. Yeah. But maybe they'll they have played their best basketball peak the week before they needed to peak, you know. That's so. true. So, who knows? So, that's where we stand this weekend. When we, when we record the podcast, we'll at least have the first round completed, part of the second round. Um, and um, we'll be... Probably updating games as we're recording. So we'll be telling you that we got all these right, but we probably won't. <laughs> that <laughs> we'll one, be in the in the category with everybody else in the world. Quintillion. That's my favorite part of ESPN. You know, by like Thursday, by Friday morning, they'll tell you how many people's brackets are still perfect. And you know, let's just be. Let's make this safe. If the ones that we get right, you'll know. And the ones that we didn't get right, we won't talk we about. Won't talk to we, we we will just like, act as they did not happen. But I'm telling you right now, take Ohio State, Michigan. They're going to win on Thursday, Friday. Sister Jean is going down. Down with the Catholics, even though I work for a Catholic school. That's that's not. Down nice. with Sister Jean. You better be praying that they win. Nope. I'm telling you, Sister Jean is going down, folks. This isn't her year anymore. <laughs> she's had, it's the month of Izzo. She's had her run. My yeah, gosh. I don't know. She had her final four run. Give somebody else a chance. Yeah, she's already right. had her run a couple so, years ago. We'll see what happens. But anyway, so it's great. We hope you get all your picks right too. Hope you win some money. Maybe you get. Maybe somebody that's listening can you know use our uh, knowledge and our picks to be that one that you know gets a perfect bracket and wins a lot of money. Just give us the credit. Yeah, we would like about a twenty percent cut. Yeah. 20 to 30% on quantum <laughs> negotiations. So we're talking the NCAA tournament better than most. We'll see you later this week.